Greetings, flesh creatures. It is I, Megatron. On behalf of TFYLP, I want to congratulate you for listening to the most refined collective podcast on this miserable little planet Earth. Yes. Here you'll find knowledgeable fans discussing every aspect of Transformers and beyond. Now, enjoy the show while I continue my path to complete conquest of all of you miserable biological entities. Predacons, terrorize! So that it looks right. Do do do. There we go. Now we have the aspect ratios. Um, hi, welcome to TFLP. Um, I'm Lucas. I am joined tonight by Catherine and Anna. And Anna. There you go. So Anna has been bugging me to do a show about knockoffs and like weird knockoffs for like years now. So Anna, you can introduce yourself or whatever, but that was kind of the thing. And so I said, you know what? Tonight, I'm not feeling that great. I, uh, you know, my voice is kind of losing a little bit. So I'll I'll let you uh, do all the talking uh, here and you can talk about your knockoffs. But let me give her a little better introduction here. Since we have a proper subject matter expert for knockoffs on the show, it is only proper that we finally, after all these years, give her the chance to discuss them in this appropriate forum of hers. Well, thank you, Catherine. I appreciate that introduction and yours, Lucas, of course. So no fancy introductions are really needed. I just want to have fun on this here podcast. And I really like talking about knockoff transformers. And I just think it's an interesting and interest- and weird topic. And I have some weird crap to show off. There's another reason, though, I really want to do this. So for years, ever since Rick started, I, it hasn't been years. It's probably been years. Ever since Rick started doing Cut the Tape. I've been joking that, you know, he often will open rare and interesting stuff on the show. I think that was the original premise. Although last time I watched, he just opened retail figures. But anyway, he opens interesting stuff on his show and he talks about it. And you, know, you get to see things you haven't seen before and all that stuff. And I started joking around that I should do a knockoff version of his show. Perhaps a parody would be the better word, but knockoff is perfect. A knockoff version of his show where instead of showing up rare and expensive and neat things, I would show off knockoffs and only knockoffs and talk about them as if they were prize figures, as if they were valuable and beautiful. And some reason, somehow, you know, I never got around to doing it because I'm not very good at operating the, um, the podcast and software and whatever for one reason or another it just kept kind of being this running gag with the discord folks and with everybody and then this week for some reason i don't know why y'all did it i don't know what rick's reasoning was for the title of last week's episode he called me out 
in the title of last week's episode of Cut the Tape. I was driving home the other night from work and I got on YouTube to try to find my usual old retro video game music I listened to on the drive home. And I saw my feed was like, hey, watch TFLYLP crap, whatever. And the thing that came up was cut the tape. And the name of it was don't let Anna cut the tape. And I was like, well, shit, Rick, now you're making me watch this. And I watched it and he didn't even mention, he didn't even mention me, jeez, in there. But I felt called out. So I thought, you know what? It's time. It's time to finally do this. And it just so happens Rick was talking about the Omega Sentinel or what What are those guys called? The Blue Duders? Is it Omega Sentinel? Is that what they named it? I believe so, yes. Okay, cool. Um, so he was talking about those and I thought, you know what? It just so happens that I have a related figure to talk about related to the Omega Sentinel figure. And I didn't grab my copy of my MFT Dragon, actually. It's actually called uh, Guardian Robot. <laughs> Did they actually call it? They went ahead and called it Guardian Robot? Uh-huh. That's what it says. Right. I like that. I like that way better. It's way more generic. So there was... Most people just look up the answer in the wiki. <laughs> That's right. Lucas looked up the answer in his store. Maybe I should cut the tape on that, right? Ooh, then then we'd truly be a KO because we'd be doing the same thing, but possibly worse. And <laughs> would it be worse? I don't know. Anyway, I actually do have a Guardian robot or an Omega Sentinel or whatever the heck it is. I actually do have a Guardian robot, and it is MFT's huge dragon. This is not a knockoff. This is a third-party figure. It's weed flew off. That was awesome. Um, it's a third-party figure. It's good. It's been out for years. It's an inexpensive way to get an Omega Supreme toy in your Legends skill. There are now probably better ways with the Pangu Toys one being about the same price as this and probably quite a bit fancier. But this is a fun figure to play with. Like The base mode is interesting and the things it does is good. And it's cool. I like it. I've liked it for years. I was looking at Sertoys one day. And Sertoys had a knockoff of MFT's McFan Toys Huge Dragon. And their knockoff, I, I got it out of its package earlier just because its package was lots of plastic and that was going to be loud for the show. I didn't want to, I don't want to make loud noises into people's ears during an audio-based program so respectful look at this beauty this is a sir toys original knockoff of mft's huge dragon oh yes look at those colors incredible whole toxitron i don't know what they were going for it's green and purple time it's fine by me i mean that that almost just looks like an action figure that head right and so it is, if you look, it is in fact an oversized knockoff of a huge dragon. Huge dragon is a little bit smaller. This thing, I'll tell you right now, it has um, 
It has a, the plastic feel of something that perhaps, you know, you probably shouldn't put too close to your nose. You might want to wash your hands after touching. doesn't really feel very nice. The paint feels very uh, gritty. It's so, that freshly yeah. printed. Yes, it's so fresh, so beautiful, oh, so, so nice. So it's definitely a much thinner, crappier plastic, but a little bigger. And you might notice it doesn't have arms, right? Like... You don't need arms. Arms are an extra feature in toys. So this lovely figure that is actually a relatively cheap figure on Star Toys. I don't think it's currently available anymore, but if you can find it, this doesn't cost very much because it's like it's like they they took some like um what do you call them? Milk, milk jugs, milk containers. They took some like plastic milk cartons. And they melted them down on a Bunsen burner and they poured them in the molds and cooked them in an easy bake oven for a while. That's that's this plastic. That is some serious insider knowledge you're on the addition out there. <laughs> yes, I know how so, it's all done. It's so straight from one arms? of her factory contacts. Where, where, that are the arms? where are the arms, Anna? So where are the arms? So it just so happens that this beautiful Seth, this beautiful knockoff glory glory figure i don't know what i was going for there glorious there we go it came with a set very strange right why why are there why are there constructed cons here oh that's not hound those are oh no these are these are constructed cons right this one's this one's got some dump truck energy going He's got some scooping energy going. No arm. Does he have arms though? That is a good. Question. They have arms. These guys have arms. They have arms. No, they have bigger. The bigger fella from a moment ago. Eight arms here, Catherine, because there's four of these. There's four of these. You now are, you'll notice, yeah. just like the Constructicons always have, there are four of them, right? Because four Constructicons. That, that is the full team. No problem. Constructicons. Yeah. So these are these are another knockoff of. DX9's Hulky was the first Legends Devastator. And if you look through Star Toys at any given time, they have for sale at least 30 different knockoffs of Hulky. For some reason, somebody got a hold of that mold and just went mad crazy on it. So these are more, you know, melted, milk carted, plastic nonsense. What I really like about them, well, I'll show you that in a second. Spoiler, they can't, they can transform, but they can't transform right. It, it feels so like it can... really answers the question of what if I got my Constructicons from Wish? <laughs> so I said there were four Constructicons, right? I didn't get out the other ones yet because guess what the other ones do? Fine with a shoulder and a hand. Our arms. D does that fit on that Omega? Oh, that's nice. Ta-da. Oh. You got two. You set it up beautifully. Look at that. Beautiful arms. Look at these arms. This one's got like half a half a truck hanging off of it. That's not a bad thing. Well, there are two. There are, there are two dump trucks with this guy. That that is pretty normal. I I actually think I just realized I made a revelation, didn't I? 
Yeah. <laughs> no, no, not quite. Okay. There's two dump trucks and then Why one bulldozer. Why do they come Is it in case one breaks or? So you can use any of them as his arms. Um, just huck so the other two at the around. enemy. I've been standing them on top of it as like pilots or friends or something. My my headcanon here is that somebody built this and that it's kind of a failure and that it's used as, you know, basically a bootleg transformer. It also comes with the tracks like any Omega Supreme that you can put on the back as wings. On Huge Dragon, these pop on very easily and comfortably. On this thing, they're kind of a struggle to get on because... Um, this thing is, of course, again, made of crap plastic. The colors what? are so good on it, though. The colors are pretty fun. Like, I actually really do like the colors on this thing. They're quite... Like, I really think I am going to set this thing up as, like, Toxitron's buddy. It's too. Omega Stator. It is Omega Stator, yeah. Yeah, it is Omega Stator. So there it is with its wings and its glorious purpose of... Mass robot destruction. I'm saying it's just, it's a work of art, basically. It's beautiful. Like if, if you were to go to an art gallery and you found this thing there, it would be one of the best pieces. It's honestly pretty weird and fun, right? Like, because, um, so what I was pointing out earlier is each of the Constructicon guys. They have a little extra plastic on part of them, like a little bump part, that I think is somehow used in this version. But what that does is it actually keeps them from being able to close as trucks. So they can all be trucks that are almost transformed, but they can't quite go all the way. Like, it just gets in the way a little bit, right? Like, I can't quite get that to sit down because there's a piece of plastic there, so... His truck form, you know, he's a he's a little malformed, right? This is this is a truck. Thankfully, no one displays uh, them in that mode. Thankfully, I don't really care because these are fun and they're they're cheap and they're silly. So these fall into that category of knockoffs that is bad plastic, bad paint, and absolutely ridiculous, right? Like sometimes you get things that are bad plastic and bad paint, and they're just straight mm -hmm. KO something, but worse. This is this is something unique and weird. They had to literally knock off two different toys, right? Like two different toys that were made years apart. Um, Hulky is a pretty old third-party figure. Huge Dragon is like a few years back, right? Like it's like three, maybe four years back. Hulky's probably more like five or six years back at this point. So two molds that are apart in time that are do not go together right like this they don't have anything to do with each other but for some reason they amalgamated the sucker into this ridiculous piece of knockoff i suspect it was a fan playing with their toys who happened to have too much access to a factory <laughs> it could have been and how much did this uh, how much did this delight set you back I think these, when they, I actually got mine um, secondhand from somebody who had them and didn't want them anymore. What a fool, right? He's missing out. These are great. Um, but I think their original price was like somewhere around the $20 mark on Sir Toys. 
Now, the, the trick with Sertoys, in case you've ever shopped there, is that you see the prices, but you need to look at the shipping because the shipping is always, you know, 20 plus more. And especially with these things being big, they're not heavy. This weighs nothing. This is like holding a feather, but it is large, right? This is a pretty big mm-hmm. toy. And um, again, big compared to the original. Uh, no, I said, this is a great toy. This is a crap toy, right? This is horrible, but it's also very fun. It can it, actually transform into base mode, like partially. It can go all the way into base mode because, you know, like the rocket ship is missing because instead of the rocket ship, there are, in fact, <laughs> four Constructicons for some outside reason. Can it complete its set of tracks? Um, I don't think you can i didn't sit around and mess with them enough because i was trying to save my i was trying to save the reveal for the show tonight um but i i don't think they can actually go together now i actually don't just have this right i was i was lucky and found someone who had multiple copies Check this out. Red, silver, and blue. Well, that that that's that looks like a must for any Optimus Prime fan. Yeah, right. All right. Yeah. Gotta get our Optimus fans on here and get them to to check out some weird, weird ass knockoffs. Same thing on this one, right? Like it's the same exact toy. There's no differences. It comes with the same set of four lousy Hulky knockoffs. You know, Optimus was turned into an alligator, so I don't see why this can't be canon too. The constructor cubs were turned into crappy, lousy knockoffs. Okay, so one of my canon ex or head canon, my goofy fan canon explanation of why these guys existed, where that the Constructicons got jealous that the Insecticons have all these drones. So they actually got some crappy knockoff plastic and made their own drones, their own drone clones. And here they are. Aren't they beautiful? Don't know how Omega Supreme got involved. Just use your use your imagination. He was the fly in the cloning process. Ooh, yes, the Omega fly. Omega has wings, so it works out just fine, right? So somehow they're able to get a hold of the CAD for the um for the base mode, but not for the rocket, I guess. And that's why they had to uh, put the hooky arms on it. That might be it, yeah. They only, they had some shoulder pads they were able to figure out, so they did that, and then they just didn't do the rest because they couldn't. That is a really good theory. A lot of times these, um, a lot of times when they do KOs like this, when they're oversized, they actually get out of proportion. So it's even possible that the arms just got messed up in the KOing and became a nonsense. So it actually, like I was saying before, it does actually transform. Like you can open up the base mode and you can turn the legs into the parts they turn into. And not everything transforms the way it's supposed to, but um, it gets close enough that you can actually pose it in base mode. Since I have um, since I have a couple of these guys, I'm going to definitely put them in base mode. The only thing that it can't do that is going to make the base mode kind of a hot joke, which I love. There's nothing you could do with that head. It doesn't sweep it anywhere. 
So base mode is just going to have a nice big head on it. It's going to look pretty fun. Like, you can have guys standing there like the original sure, sure. one. Hang out in face base. Yeah, face base. There we go. It's face base. And there are going to be multiple face bases. And you guys might think I'm a little weird for, for this, but um, I actually don't have two of these. I actually have three. Bravo. Bravo. So I just thought, what the hell? I'm gonna go ahead and get all three color variants. No, no, and, this um, is your answer to Rick's troop building. This is you you're right though. He's troop building those guardian robots. I'm troop building Omega shit at all. It's beautiful. I'm I'm trying to figure out because you give Christian and I such a hard time about getting repaints, and then all of a sudden somehow you're pulling out these like three crappy Omega whatevers. <laughs> yeah, I don't have any. I can't save myself on that. It's a little hypocritical, and I'm okay with that. <laughs> Imagine the graveyard scene she can put together with those three corpses. Oh, there we go. Yeah, they are kind of corpses. Well, I don't think these, um, yeah, I don't think the legs actually go over that. Oh, maybe if I push it real hard. But if I push it too hard, though. In the center, the right lighting. It's beautiful. Can I put his head away? Oh, it doesn't fit. Okay, that's not going to work out. Yeah, this is going to be a really ugly dump truck. <laughs> it's going to be like that. So, the, <laughs> Anna, the only way that this would have been more perfect for you is if somehow you would have gotten someone that had tried to do a custom project and gotten halfway finished with it and uh, decided to give up and just give the, all the stuff to you. Yeah, and it included KOs. Oh, man, right. a KO customizer. If, if there's any KO customizers out there who want to want to sell out, I'm your girl. I got gotcha. you. <laughs> Oh man. Gales are the perfect thing to practice on too. They really are. They really are. Phil did ask which is my favorite. It's the purple and green one. That one is just really fun. Like it's yeah. it's got devastator energy. It's got incredible Hulk energy. It's just the it's a joke in itself. It's a really fun color scheme. Got the, I think yeah. I, the only one the only color scheme I don't really dig is this one just because it it doesn't really remind me of very much off the wanted top. to be metal hawk perhaps yeah it's a little metal hockey i can i can buy that oh and they all have um gosh i can't remember what this symbol is if any you're not gonna be able to see it well enough is it the definitely not an autobot symbol yeah. no on the chest can anyone see that is that the um it's a little R inside of itself. I can't make it out. Oh, yeah, I can't. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, I'll, I'll have to take a good picture of it and post it on our page. I don't, I don't remember if that was an old rock star symbol, the game company, or if it was um, another RR place. But anyway, um, they definitely stole, they stole the symbol for the chest. It's some sort of R inside of an R thing. I don't know what they were going for there, but it's definitely not a Decepticon symbol, which it never had because it would have been an Autobot figure, but since the third party figure, it didn't have any. So yeah. Anyway, I enjoy these a lot. They're really goofy. They're crafty. They're bad quality plastic. 
I do not recommend getting them unless you are me and you just want to have fun with it. Um, in fact, like the plastic is so bad that the the person I acquired them from did a, a great job packing them. One of them still broke and shipping because they're just the plastic is that weak, right? Like I could probably rip these things into pieces with my hands because the plastic is brittle. Um, if you've ever received, if you've ever received from any of the, um, any of the transformer sellers located in China, sometimes they'll throw in those little tiny MicroMaster looking guys that are made in all different bright color plastic and the plastic feels really cheap and flimsy. It's a teeny step above that plastic. So it's not, it's not that good. But you know what? I might actually add some flair to the green and purple one and try to find somewhere nice for it in the collection because it is fun and silly. And yeah. And I think if I play around with these arms, I can get them in a little better configuration. This is just, again, I wanted kind of a pure, a pure experience of KOs. Oh, how ridiculous. I love it. Now, all KOs are not made of that cheaper material and lower end quality, though, are they? Not all of them are, no, no. A lot of them, so like, if you were buying KOs in the, I guess it would be like late 90s, early 2000s, if you were buying, do you do either of you or anyone in the chat remember um, where they used to put KO combiners from G1 into Easter baskets? Uh-huh. Those were great, right? Like, it was just like, you'd be seeing an Easter basket. There's some, like, off-brand jelly beans and half a candy bar and a broken rabbit. And then for some reason, there's some sort of awkward-looking devastator that's kind yeah. of disproportionate in some spots in there. Yeah, those were those were this kind of plastic, right? If you got them, like, almost all of mine I had broke because... Because I, I dared to move them or try to transform them or put them together, and they just kind of broke a lot. They were the idea of a toy, but not an actual toy. They were not great. And they also sold them at Big Lots back in the day. And I think you can still buy most of those old molds. I meant to bring one of mine on the show because um, I have a still, and it's still on the card, Lyle Kaiser. Um, it's not all the right guys to make Lyle Kaiser, but it does have kill bison and he has gold and <laughs> I don't want to take it out um, from the package because I'm pretty sure that just like any gold plastic from that era, it's on its way That's out just funny. by existing. So I like to have it in the package a little better since I'll never, basically, you know, it's, it's Schrodinger's combiner where I'll never know if it's broken or not because I haven't taken it out of the package yet. So we're going to leave it that way. But yeah, there are actually really good quality KOs out there. Um, ones that... The highest quality KOs actually make me feel bad. Because um, Lucas mentioned earlier that um, there were those G1 KOs a few years back. And that was actually quite a while ago, uh, right? That those came out. Those are probably like at 10 years old by now. Probably. Yeah, I'm not sure exactly. So if you remember, there were these KOs that cropped up, G1 figures, that weren't in ridiculous bright colored packaging Easter baskets, but they were actually in the original G1 packaging, just copies of it. 
And those were, you know, close to the quality of original G1 figures. Lucas compared them earlier to um, to the reissues. And I think that's a pretty good comparison in the plastic quality where they're actually quite good. And they actually, you know, if the G1 figures were available today, they would be taking away cells because they're cheaper. Although, like, Shozi has put up some of them again. And the Dinobots are like $35. So they're so actually not cheap. I, I actually right? wouldn't say that they're that much cheaper. I think a lot of times you can get a vintage copy of yeah. uh, the, the G1 stuff for around the same price. I think the thing about those is, is that you get them in a, a G1 style package. Mm -hmm. You get them with all the accessories. Whereas, like, that's the thing that can be kind of hard sometimes on the G1 stuff. So, like, I would say the original G1 stuff is definitely better quality. So, it's like, I, you know, unless you're trying to get them, like, in package, like, I'd probably just track down the G1 just because it's, like, not that much of a difference. Um, but, like, there are a few, like, I know, Anna, you had mentioned, like, the Dinobots where it, it might be good to um, have something you can mess around with because it's, like... Now, at this point, some of those G1 Dinobots are a little bit scary to mess with. Might all creak. Might all make awful creaking noises when I mess yeah. with them. And I actually still like them, right? Like, all five of them are still a fun transformation, and they're neat-looking toys. But they all make those awful creaking sounds. I think they're going to die. I mean, So, yeah, I was actually thinking about switching out my sludge, at least, if not more of them. Go I ahead, Hi, on the other end of things, I, I've heard a lot of people say they've um, say they're they'll wait for an um, a KO of an MP figure. Yeah, and those are the ones that make me feel guilty. And I have one. Right, this is the this is the recent MP Starscream. This is the MP Starscream 2.0, as they called it. It still bothers me that they called it 2.0, even though there's been three MP Starscreams just bugs me but anywho um yeah so this is a ko of a you know 250 plus dollar um masterpiece figure that is fantastic right like this is really really good like this actually i got it because for several reasons i just wanted to see what the quality were of current mpkos because i knew they were still around but i hadn't bought one in ages and there was that and there was the fact that i couldn't talk myself into diving in on the new mp seekers just because recent masterpiece figures have been complex to the point i don't enjoy them and i i don't really want to say they're bad because i know people like rob really love them still and other members of the cast still enjoy them on occasion but they've just gotten to the point where i don't love them that much anymore so I got this one just to see what it was like. And it turns out that, you know, this is the one recent, complex, big, nice MP figure that actually is fun to transform, fun to play with, absolutely fantastic. And I'll feel guilty about it forever. But here he is. Um, these are definitely all over the place. The knockoffs of all three of the Seekers. And um, don't get them. Get the original instead because there's really not much differences. So, so what you can do, Anna, is just sell that. But make sure that whoever is selling at your booth doesn't know that it's the knockoff. And <laughs> sell it to, to somebody. Yeah, as long as I'm not doing the unethical thing, it's fine. 
Yes, and everything. Instead of talking about KOs, I'm just going to say that right now. Like, don't try to pass off KOs as the real thing. You could pass this off as the real thing. I'm not sure that there's anything you can find on this figure that would out it as a KO. I don't know if there is or not because I haven't actually compared the two. I'm, I'm sure but there is. I'm sure you can have Paul something, right? compare it, and I'm sure I'm sure he could tell you. And if there's not anything, he'll make it up. Honestly, a lot of the guys, um, you know, Paul and, and Peter and, and Rick and some of those guys, like they can tell the variance uh, between like, That's official true. figures, too. So I'm sure that, uh, you know, a knockoff and an official, I'm sure they'd be able to tell. I've heard some MP figures are or some MP KOs are improvements over the original have slight minor improvements over the originals that's why i'd like to compare this one because they claimed the company that made it claimed that they improved some of the hinges and parts that were prone to slight breakage which no one i know broke theirs so i don't know how prone to breakage they actually were so they did claim there were improvements on this figure I haven't experienced the difference between the two because I haven't actually compared them, but I think that, you know, yeah, some of them do that. Some of them do fix little things, but I'll tell you, I have, um, after the Beast Wars Dinobot MP figure got excessively expensive, I decided to go all in on collecting Beast Wars MP and I wanted it. So that infinite transformation one, was coming out that was a knockoff that was going to be, you know, only, only a hundred dollars for that knockoff, which is now plummeted to $50 for reasons. And those reasons would be mine doesn't really hold together. Right. Like he displays, right? Like you can get him into robot mode and put him on the shelf and he doesn't tab together all the way, but he tabs together enough that he displays, he poses, he looks good. His eyes light up, all that good stuff. Second thing is though, doesn't tab together in dinosaur mode either. But he can't hold his weapons, right? Like the the not the the holes and the pegs are the wrong sizes. So the weapons will not go into the hole in his palm like they're supposed to on the figure. So, you know, I've heard that's a pretty consistent problem on the infinite transformation one is like he either won't be able to hold his weapons or some of them don't tab in as well as mine do and therefore you can't quite get them in one mode or the other. So it's not always great with these KOs of MP figures, but those um those Autobot cars you see going up for half price of the originals everywhere, those are almost indistinguishable, right? Like I had a KO of Sideswipe, and the only thing that was distinguishable about him is the plastic was a little weaker, and when he fell off the shelf once, a part broke off. I don't think that would have happened on the original because it wasn't that big of a fall, but um. You know, it was a little weaker. It wasn't bad. Hmm. But yeah, there, and I just, I'm not a huge fan of it, you know, actually knocking off the current figures to replace them. You know, I, I like to buy KOs mostly just for the hell of it, just for fun, because I think they're silly. Like, you know, at the, um, at TFCon in October, I actually managed to find this lovely, KO of um of Lyo Convoy. And this is just, you know, that a ridiculous gold, Huh? 
that gold plastic, that gold plastic big lots looking Leo convoy is giving me flashbacks. That's right. It's it's flashback convoy. Ah, that's a joke on the names of different things. Yeah, it's it is just awful, but great. You know, like it's it's floppy. It doesn't stand up super well, but it's in good shape for like it feels just like it was when I bought it as a teenager. And I think the person who had it just never really messed with it. So it's great for me. I'll probably wear it out, but whatever. I happen to have all of its accessories and a package somewhere in my basement. So I can actually make it complete again. And like, this is just fun for me, right? Like the, an original Lyo Convoy toy is better. It's a great toy. It's really cool. It's a cool thing to have in your collection. This is just silly. It is a fun thing to have. I put my new Lyo Convoy, the legacy one, on it to ride so they can go on adventures together. It's just a good time to play with it that way. It, you know, sometimes you've got to have a silly version of, like, some of your, like, more favorite toys. You know, it's, uh, it's got sparkles in the plastic. There's sparkles in there. You can't see them on the camera too well, but that gold's got sparkles in it. There you go. There's a KO. I see it. It got there hand. Look. Cassetticom. I know, baby, but it's pink for some dumb reason. That was pink, right? No, no, this was the uh, this is the yellow ram horn. Uh, the, yeah, the yellow one. Okay. Yeah, the I other ones are around somewhere. <laughs> so yeah, I managed to get a bunch of um, a bunch of KO cassettes that are huge, right? They're they're quite big. They're not the size of real cassettes, but they're are they about the size of full size cassettes since the original cassettes were in fact many cassettes. You're but, a um, dealer. Yes, I know. I, I I deal them so hard. I give them to people, but um, I actually shared them with Catherine and Rob because Rob also enjoys KOs. I wish he could have been here tonight because he does. As long as they're funny, right? That's his thing too. That's kind of my favorite KOs most of the time, as well. Like I said, I'm gonna feel guilt about that star screen forever. But I did enjoy on the first show that I talked about it on, and I was talking about how cool it was and how surprised I was at how good it was. Paul was on here and like he didn't say a word. I loved watching that reaction. It was very fun. Paul doesn't even really like third party figures because they're IP infringement. So seeing him react to a, a KO of his favorite character in a fantastic MP mold that is definitely like this thing is worth the money. It's just a very expensive toy. It's very right. good though. And sometimes you can even just get them from older or from existing molds because you want them in different colors and and KOs are great for different colored versions. Um, they're good for uh, customizing and for if you have your own original characters or you just mm -hmm. you know like an older mold for whatever reason. Yeah, what Catherine has there is one of the Combiner Wars knockoffs. And the cool thing about those is those Combiner Wars knockoffs, like they did knock off the actual Combiner Wars sets. Like you can buy an actual Defensor set or an actual Bruticus set. They're the same size. They're pretty much the same quality. The only thing that's usually messed up on them is the Autobot symbols turned into something weird instead of an Autobot symbol. Like it's never anything gross, like a butt or poop. Or oh, anything. no, that's a, that's a mercenary sticker from Toy Hacks. Well, yeah, yeah, yours is. But it probably had like a weird... Oh, Face on it before like usually it's kind of like a, an autobot symbol but kind of weird oh. kind of like the the logo for our show kind of like how that's you know clearly based 
on Autobahn and symbols, but not. That's usually what they end up going with. If it's not just a series of letters like the R on this guy's chest. Um, but those are cool because you can get them in all sorts of colors, right? Like if you really got in when the Spider Wars KOs were coming out, you can randomly get an orange version of this guy or a blue version of that guy or whatever. And it was, they were pretty fun because the quality on them was really high, right? Like they're compatible with your actual Combiner Wars figures. So you can make fan characters or fill out a combiner that you always wanted to or whatever. You did a fun with really good job with those toys. Because I had I've been through I uh, had the uh, the red defensor for a while and that was fantastic. The quality it felt more or less like a regular Combiner Wars toy, and because it was like newer, new everything was nice and stiff and solid still. Yeah, those were cool. I like those KOs. Like they were, you know, they they were comorbid with the ones that were actually bad because they were along with the ones that were actually just straight knockoffs of the same characters. But the ones in the weird colors were great. They were really fun. They were inventive and whatever. I do want to throw in that, like, I collect a lot of things that are not Transformers, but not KOs either. Like, I just like weird transforming action figures. And I don't care if they're from some Chinese toy line that I will never see the accompanying cartoon for. I really care about because they're just, they're fun to me. So, like, I was talking to someone on one of the one of the groups on Facebook recently that I do, in fact, have a transforming school bus, right? Like, Hasbro and Takara have yet to give me a school bus transformer. A, a big, a missed opportunity, frankly. The day they do. I will have another school bus transformer. I have wanted a school bus transformer for years. This came out and I paid the search toy shipping because this is just so cool to me. It's actually a decent transformer too. The plastic is pretty good. The It looks neat in its robot mode. It's got a wolf head for some reason and school bus chat. How was there. there not one in rescue bots? Yeah. Yeah, that's surprising. You would think like just in an episode. Yeah, maybe that'll be Prime's next mold in the next, like, four-year-old targeted series. There we go. School Buzz would be actually kind of cool, though, right? Like, he's got that whole, like, father figure thing going, so he's a school bus driver at a school bus. I like it. It's kind of goofy. Grandpa Prime, drive us to school. So I will say that School Bus, it's not really a knockoff. Like, I don't consider it a knockoff if it's an original character. Okay, okay. No, no, I was saying that I collect things that are not knockoffs. And I was just going to say, like, these things, like the school bus, or this is a really fun set. You can actually find them in quite a few places, even Amazon right now. Oh, yeah. They're big food transformers. There's, like, a French fries. There's a cake. There's a soda can that I missed. It was up on Amazon for a minute and it's sold out now. And now I can't find it again. I want that damn soda can because it looks creepy as hell. I love it. Um, Is that what you would consider fourth party? (laughs) New party. It's new party. (laughs) Yeah, these are, you know, honestly, they're just not transformers, right? Like that's all there is to it. They're, they're not transformers. They're not go bots. They're not knocking off anything. They just, 
they saw those old McDonald's transforming food toys. They thought they were nifty and made updated versions of them as generic weird food things. There's a milk bottle and French fries, a cake, another. For some cake. people, these fill a hole Ice in cream. their collection, though. These are they're, they're more transforming robot toys, which basically is what we all have. I tell you what, this guy, when you turn him into his um, hamburger mode, Scorponok, the Titan, can actually hold him perfectly in his claw and have a hamburger. I think it's hilarious. That's, it's a Titan burger. Very funny to me. So I enjoy those a lot and guilt-free because they're just their original toys and I'm just supporting whatever toy company. Now yeah. that toy company might be evil or something, who knows, but they're all a little evil. I was going to say there's, you know, there's a lot of different types of KOs. So there's those crappy, bad plastic ones that are just fun and silly. There's the direct one-for-one KOs that, you know, this is the same size, same quality, same everything as the original Starscream toy. Um, the original newer Starscream toy, not the original original. And everything the is available on Sir Toys. <laughs> not everything, no. Um, there's the old shitty ones. I recently, um, I think I, I showed it on the show before because I was so excited at Expo last year. I managed to pick up an actual in package of the, um, oh gosh, it's the Beast Tech Fighters. Same set as this guy. But um, at the time that Beast Machines was running, there wasn't a good Optimus Primal figure. And for some reason, this KO company managed to get something that looks a lot like an actual Optimus Primal from Beast Machines. Right, because the original Beast Machines Optimus Primal figure didn't look like him at all. It was weird. It was awkward. It wasn't a bad toy. It just didn't look like him. This looks like him. It's awful. Like, it's, it's pretty bad. It, you it still looks pretty. It, it's, got a, it's got its own quality and quirks. Like it's in its bot mode. It pulls off Primal pretty well. It has almost no articulation, right? The arms just move at the shoulders and the legs just move at the hips and knees. And oh, that's that beautiful cheap KO packaging, though. Love it. Oh, yes. Like, this thing feels awful and keeping it pristine. Like, whoever had it before me had to actually staple it together because the plastic could come off because the glue is old. Does it smell like an actually... 80s pharmacy, too? <laughs> Late 90s. Late 90s. You know, this thing is... Does it actually have a... It actually says Big Lots on it. That's cool. So this thing is 20 years old this year. This is a 20-year-old... Oh, we um, should have happy birthday. Right? Happy birthday. Cartoon accurate Optimus Primal. Thank you so much to... Let's see. It is um, Aglo Corp in Hong Kong. Thank you so much to them. They do good work. Sure. Big fan. Infamous, infamous. We support AgroCorp. <laughs> so yeah, there's those kind that are just the weird KOs. That even the ones that are kind of original. Oh, I meant to grab my my Heinrad as well because I have a Heinrad from that set too. And he um he doesn't have a clock, instead he just has a yin yang in mm -hmm. his chest for some asinine reason. He came with a sake bottle, which is cool. And, you know, he still has his kind of sort of testicles when you put him into Tanuki mode. It's important. So he's, he's actually 
out of all those, he's actually decent plastic. Like, he holds together just fine. He stands up fine. He poses fine. I don't know. I don't know. At that point, I sure the heck wasn't managing to get a hold of Japanese figures when I was a teenager. Um, so that was a way for me to get to play with that. I should get it rid of looks, mine. Anyone having seen yours, um, it is this. It's a straight same size KO. It's weird. It's weird. I don't even feel bad about that one, just because it has the yin yang instead of the clock. So that makes it yeah, a that looks size. that looks weird because it, the yin, it's not even like just the yin yang. It's a sticker. It is a yin yang sticker. It is. It's wonderful. I enjoy it quite a bit. But there's another type of KO that's pretty common. And I think that some of them, like, you kind of think happen because um, because they're trying to do it. But, like, the company that made Huge Dragon that I showed earlier, MFT, mm-hmm. they, to, they were taking Legends figures from a long time from other companies. And they were upscaling them. A little bit, right? So something that seems to happen in the KO process is oftentimes you end up upscaling something. And I think, you know, while I'm not trying to tell you, hey, this is because it looks cool and it's bigger, I think a lot of times it's just because it accidentally happens and they just do it when they knock off the mold. But um, so they used to make oversized figures. And I actually just got another oversized. Um, figure this was actually an oversize of the new age grimlock and it is dinosaurs robot not dinosaurs robot dinosaurs robot multiple multiple dinosaurs fun still in art wasn't there another oversized knockoff of that before like didn't mech fans toys do an, an oversized knockoff so this is the favorite Grimrock, right? Like I think Grimlock is kind of getting to the point that Optimus has gotten, where there are lots of good toys of Grimlock, and when a new Grimlock toy comes out and it's not the recent core class one, you just assume that it's going to be great. It's going to be, you know, even more impressive than the last one. So um, that was actually the DX9 Dinobots that came out quite a while ago. MFT knocked off, oversized a little bit, made them kind of a fun size when they got big and um that those molds have been knocked off to hell right never bad quality never shitty plastic they always are nice but sometimes you can get a full set of five of those guys for like a hundred dollars because they just got knocked off again and you know some mft did it first and then some other random company and whatever they may all be the same companies it did come quick i paid for the good shipping for this guy because i was really excited because I um I didn't want to get the official Shattered Glass Grimlock because I like to have as many molds as possible. So I had the opportunity to get this one, which is I haven't opened it. So this is see I'm cutting tape here, cutting crap, cutting the tape of my crap. This is the Shattered Ooh. Glass colors. Ooh. Myself for a moment, just so you don't hear the cranks. And was this, I'm sorry if you already said it, uh, is this uh, undersized, oversized, or same size? This is actually oversized. So this is scaled up a little bit. 
compared to what it used to be. It's a little bigger. Um, it's not huge. You done got that Grimlock biggie sized. Yeah, I wanted, I, I kind of like the idea of getting it oversized a little. Just, I wanted to check out this mold and mess with it. And, um, you know, it's supposed to be a really good mold. Everything New Age puts out is usually pretty nice. So the KO is going to be nice too. There he is. His robot glory. My my goal with this guy is since he's Grimlock in Triptychon's colors, he's going to be Triptychon's drone that he uses to paint out with other robots. Because whatever, got to have head cannon for it. Uh, it's a repaint after the whole family at the end of IDW. So I've seen, yes, yes, because the Dinobots and Triptychon become a family unit. I love that. Somehow, somehow a, a Triptychon color Grimlock comes into existence. Um, this is one of those times when this is just an upscale of KO that I've read um, reviews. People have posted this is like the same quality as the actual New Age. I'm going to say it feels a little lower quality than what New Age usually puts out. I don't feel that like nice weightiness in it. The plastic feels a little lighter. But it feels like, you know, when I say the plastic feels lighter, I mean, it doesn't feel like an MP figure that you paid a bunch of money for. It doesn't feel like a third-party figure that costs a lot. It feels more like the Hasbro figures that you pay a, a fair amount of money for. So it still feels pretty good. And it's going to have all the details and qualities of the original figure. Because it is a... It is a one-for-one one but oversized KO, so it's. I don't think they changed or improved anything. I don't think there was anything to improve on this guy. I mean, a Grimlock figure with clean lower legs is pretty already pretty noteworthy. When we get those, pretty rarely. So it's a fancy yeah, look. How do you how yeah. do you feel about the ethics of? third of a kale of a third party figure see that's where it gets really murky right like this is a kale of a third party company that is trying to make money off of a stolen ip so ooh, good question Ron just asked the most important question of all i have to answer it real fast are there front teeth in dyna mode there are front teeth in dyna mode well, it looks like a gap there's a gap still. There's only two. Two on the top and two on the bottom. On the bottom, they're kind of flat teeth. On the top, they're veins, vampire teeth. But there's front teeth. Not as many as maybe there should be, but there are front teeth. Already an improvement on Studio Series Grimlock, then. That is consistently the big question this podcast always answers. Does this Grimlock have front teeth? Grimlock have front teeth, and when he doesn't, I make everyone buy upgrade kits for their Grimlock because they can't unsee it once I've made them see it because I'm a monster. So the, my my thoughts on the whole KO of third party figures, right? There's been quite a few, right? Like um, MMC's Predakeen got KO'd kind of infamously. That oversized Weijin Predakeen was everywhere for years and when people got it they'd show it off and be like wow this is so big it's so cool look at this big guy it's even bigger than feral rex because it's oversized and they'd show it off and like i would be like but why is headstrong's head 
the size of his entire upper body. And yeah, I couldn't ever bring myself to get that KO because the heads were massaged. And that does seem to happen in the KO process sometimes. But here's the thing, right? Like Hasbro is a very successful large corporation. Takara is a very successful large corporation. Individuals buying a KO or two here and there probably isn't hurting them too much. No, you know, it's still, it's IP theft. It is the theft of people's art. We see cool people like Mark always talking on the shows, on the, the Pulse shows these days. And, you know, we actually get to see one of the one of the designers talking about all of his hard work and design and whatnot. And, man, do I really want to buy something where someone stole Mark's hard work and made a KO of it? I feel bad about that because he seems like a, a great, fascinating guy. So yeah, that sounds pretty shitty when you think about it that way. But then when you think about, am I really hurting Hasbro's profit margin by buying a KO here and there? Especially if you're buying things you wouldn't have bought otherwise, it's probably not. But then when you're when you're normalizing buying KOs of third-party stuff, those companies probably are not as successful or profitable as... Um, as uh, da, 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 as Hasbro or Takara, I, I doubt it, right? I doubt that they're as successful or profitable. And when you think about it, like I've never, I've never met someone who runs or really works heavily with one of these third-party companies. But I bet most of them probably have other careers. So I, I'm not seeing that you know they're making tons of money. I, I seriously doubt they make money, you know, by the truckloads or anything. So knockoffing their stuff, knocking off their stuff, probably does actually cause problems, right? I rationalize it by saying I would have never bought the New Age Grimlock otherwise because I'm trying to buy less of the same character these days and get closer to a one-for-character rule. Again, I wanted the um, oversized one better and those sorts of things. But I, I do think it probably does kind of hurt those companies a little. They're probably not making tons of money in the first place. So, But then again, they're already making money off stolen IP. So what can you say in the end, right? You're basically, you are actual creative property. You're IP thefting an IP thief, basically. Your ethical mileage maker. Mm-hmm. What can I say about it? It's a mess, basically, is what I can say about it. That's kind of cool, though. Like, first fandom, we have so many KOs, right? Like, compared to other toy fandoms, not only do we have KOs, we have very active third party. We have enough third party companies making Transformers toys that they compete with each other and they try to compete with Takara on MP figures crazy and we have enough people KOing things that we can get variants we would have never gotten before we can get weird ass shit like this that makes no sense we are just so lucky we to are have. a delightfully spoiled fandom we are really spoiled and we're not just spoiled in what Hasbro and Takara gets us but in the fact that people bother to make third party stuff and they bother to KO our stuff they bother to KO our stuff more than just direct copies and cheaper plastic, but they they KO them in weird creative ways as well. It's just, it's crazy that all this exists, right? <laughs> to me. 
And I guess, like, really, you can kind of think it's existed for a long time since this was a knockoff company producing an original figure that no one had seen before. I guess this is kind of, like, really early third party, basically, right? Like, this is a, a figure that is not a Hasbro or Takara figure. Possibly a prototype someone stole. Who knows? Could be an entirely new figure. But this was the only way to get it. So... Third part. It, well, Chaos have also, I think, indirectly brought us a bunch of um, original, de- like original designs based off of Transformers, like the Technobots, for example. Oh yeah, <laughs> the calculation key. Uh, so, that, but did you say Chaos? So, because calculation key isn't a Ko. It's a legitimate third-party figure. Thank you very much. But that so that wasn't adjacent at all. Um, Wei Jane was given the um the credit for it, like they were the ones who produced it. Wei Jane is an infamous knockoff company, so yeah, they've done, but they have done their own original combiners as well. They've done like four or five of them. Um, Calculation King and Fire King are two of the ones that were probably the best out of their designers and calculation king just happens to actually be a legitimately good set of figures they're definitely they're definitely stealing the idea of the technobots though because you know there's literally a drill bot tank thingy and that's not a real vehicle so so did they kind of learn to make their own from so much KOing? That's my thought with MFT, especially with Mechfin Toys, because they did, they KO'd Magic Square figures, they KO'd, I think, some DX9 figures, I think they KO'd a couple of New Age figures at one time or another, um, and then they started producing, like, they produced all of the um, Decepticon Triple Changers, and all of those are great, like, they're really good, they made Huge Dragon, that was an entirely original mold, their Omega Supreme. And it's really, really good. Like, there's nothing wrong with it. They've also KO'd the living crap out of Diaclone. They have made so many of those little Diaclone suits. And they've made their own, too, right? They've taken the Diaclone molds and they've changed them into things like the the loader lander thingy from Aliens. And they made one that looked like Omega Supreme that you can get to go with Huge Dragon. They made one that kind of looks like Rodimus. It's all crazy. Yeah, Ron, we actually talked about the um the showsy um Dinobots earlier about the fact that they're they're interesting. They're they're about the price that they would be if they were reissued. No, probably not. What am I saying? If they reissued the gosh darn Dinobots, they'd probably be sixty dollars a piece, right? After that Optimus cab was what, fifty? I'm I'm guessing an actual Grimlock reissue would be pretty expensive. <laughs> yeah, I only I, I don't know as many markets as you are for these. I keep mentioning show, um, Sir Toys because that's really the only place I know to go look for this kind of stuff. But from what I've seen, there isn't, there tends to not be much current Hasbro KO'd. No, it's not really happening a lot these days. Not as much. I think um, I have a I have an oversized Siege Optimus. He's about that big. He's he's really big. Um, so Siege Optimus got knocked off. Siege Sideswipe got knocked off. A few others, but not nearly as many. 
I think there's um there's some knockoffs of the recent core figures. So there's a knockoff core Optimus, there's a knockoff core Megatron from the recent stuff that had to happen recently, right? Hmm. Maybe we'll get lucky and they'll eventually get that seeker mold. You know what else was knocked off? There is a one of the reasons I got this is that it came with a special gift. They advertised that it would come with a figure of wheelie. Is it dark wheelie? And it in fact came with a figure of wheelie. It's not dark wheelie. It's normal wheelie. It is in fact no. a very, very undersized Studio Series 86 wheelie. This is literally the the very recent Studio Series 86 wheelie mold. KO'd one for one, like a quarter size, probably, maybe a third. It's itty bitty. It is a very little wheelie. Um, obviously, they included it because um, the Studio Series Grimlock had a wheelie that came with them. It's a movie reference, all that good stuff. They're friends, whatever. Well, also, this, this is this crazy. This does also prove that regular wheelie is in, has in fact been shattered glass wheelie all along. There is no good wheelie. Yes, he's he's pre-shattered, pre pre-shattered, pre-glassed, and it does it transforms. It works. It's hard to transform because the tabs are tiny and barely fit into each other because everything is so small. This is like. This is the size of um, those Dr. Wu little tiny figures that oh, are tiny small. beyond. Yeah, it's really little. Um, gosh, I don't have any good small things on my arms right now. Let me turn him into robot mode real fast. But um, yeah, it's really, really little. And it is just absolutely silly that they did this. Like I said, I get why they did it. They didn't have to, though. You know? Like, there was no reason they had to do this. They would have sold it without doing this. But it's a cute throw-in. Yeah, I thought it was actually kind of cool. Like, it's not literally the reason I bought the figure or anything. I bought the figure because I wanted it, and I wanted to see the quality of it and blah, blah, blah. But um, the wheelie was a fun bonus. I didn't know what to expect because they just said it was going to be a KO of the Studio Series, so I thought it was going to be just a one-for-one. Maybe in shattered glass colors. Maybe they'd make up a cool shattered glass wheelie color scheme we had never seen before. Or they'd use the actual one that's not that different. Um, but there he is in his little teeny tiny wheelie robot mode. Here Aww. he is compared to... <laughs> Catherine, you know the size of these because you've got them for me. The Fans Project little pilot guys. No one else in the world knows those because why would they? If anyone is buying the weaponizer or the battle masters from Rise of the Beast, they're huge compared to the Battlemaster scale. That's a good way. Yeah. They're the yeah, same they're size, battle masters. Same size as Target Master. Yes, he is the same size as a recent toys target master. I actually got all my legitimate normal toys off my desk for the show. So <laughs> I don't have a good normal toy to compare them to. But, you know, here he is with an MP Starscream. He's tiny compared to that. 
Do I really not have a like recent figure on my desk at the moment? I'm usually so messy. I'm messy in a different way right now. But yeah, it's really little. Um, it is probably about the same height as most of the Dr. Wu stuff, but it's like they're all kind of made kind of um, almost super deformed, right? They're kind of stumpy looking. Um, he is just the exact build of the actual wheelie toy. He came with um, his slingshot and a gun. So that's kind of fun that he got both. Unfortunately, his slingshot is um, the very, very super tiny. Very, very super tiny. It fits in his hand like normal. He can do all the things that Studio Series Willie can do, except it does not fit in to its slot in um, the vehicle mode. It doesn't go up his vehicle butt like it does in the actual toy, so you don't have storage for it, which is a bummer, but, you know. That's not a bad trick, It's a pack-in that um, this is not expensive, right? This is a cheap, a low-price knockoff. I don't want to say it's a cheap knockoff because there's nothing bad about it. Um, it's a low price knockoff that comes with an extra figure that it didn't have to. So it's fun. Nice. I like it when knockoffs push figures, like when they manage to still produce a good figure, but it's way smaller. Or they manage to take a mold that you thought, like you saw the Legends version and you were like, what if that was bigger? Like um, a company knocked off from the original New Age's first figure. I believe it was their first figure, was their little bumblebee. It was very simple. It was flipper. And he was a simple but very small bumblebee. And everyone was like, oh my God, you can make bumblebee that small. Five years later, New Age made it way smaller and way better. But anyway, they made that one. And a KO company KO'd it. And it's almost the size of, um, it's almost the size of the deluxe bumblebee and those guys right like it's almost the size of them so that's kind of cool it, it's um they KO'd it it's already a good mold so it actually looks good in a bigger size nice yeah I've seen a lot of really good things from under and oversizing when it's done right like uh that Pangu Toys Omega Supreme that yeah that might be a KO like I feel like we don't know yet we don't know if that's just not like DX9 did it themselves but there we go. There's a little wheelie riding on big wheelie, which is actually a really small toy. As requested by Mom. Um, yeah, that Pingu thing is interesting, though, because the Pingu toys, Omega Supreme, when I first saw it, the first thing I thought was, that's DX9 Gabriel, but small. And I thought, no, that can't be. But then when pictures actually started, I started seeing more pictures. I did comparisons. It's like, oh, yeah, that that is literally DX9 Gabriel, but little. And I don't know if it's actually DX9 just releasing it under, under a different name. Or if it's actually a legitimate undersized KO. I don't know what it is, but it's good. <laughs> yeah, I got it. I didn't think to grab it to have it over here for tonight. But it, it is a fantastic fantastic toy i was i've been blown away by it it's beautiful legend scale it's he's just he's really solid everything feels but like i had no idea it was a ko but i'm kind of glad it is because now i know it's good engineering for despite the price that it, the impressively low price that it was from the chosen prime 
Yeah, they're, it's not expensive at all. Ooh, I found something I want to share. Oh, I was I was gonna say um, that the original DX9 um, Omega Supreme is actually pretty reasonably priced as well. Yeah, it was actually one of the cheaper ones. Yeah. How much was the original? Well, it went on clearance pretty soon after. Um, gosh, I don't know. The original was probably like around two hundred, but then it got clearance down to probably like one fifty, one eighty, something like that. Okay. Uh, and now this, it's gone up a lot again. This one was 85. Yeah, the, the little version is 85. Still, yeah, he's still a hefty boy. Ron, you asked if the um, the nice KOs were KOs are rebranded. I, I follow one of the um, big Firebird groups. And um, people are really just kind of like, some people are absolutely convinced that those are just Big Firebird releasing toys that are clear IP violations under a different name to protect themselves. And then some people are convinced they're legitimate KOs. I have one, and it is the same toy, right? It is the same quality, the same look. Um, it's a different character, obviously, because they did... They did Alita 1, and they did Catwoman for some reason. Um, and, yeah, it seems to be just as good. So I could really see the argument. I could really see the argument that um, it is actually Big Firebird being sneaky. But I could also see the argument that they're just KOs. Someone wanted to release them for funsies. Because the first one they released was the, it was just Nicey, but she came with an actual RC head. Oh, that was a fun KO. That was interesting. I do want to, I know that it's getting later. I, I do want to share my favorite KO ever. I've shared it on the show before. I've shared it in ways that I've actually gotten people to buy it. But this is my favorite. This is probably my favorite KO of anything. Oh, so as you can see, it's a little kind of chubby robot man with little tiny arms you know there's only a few points of articulation on the same legs that move um, those type of things and an ambiguous symbol on the chest that doesn't look like anything really in particular and it transforms very simply I'm going to just very quickly pop this together because then I can make the point about why I think it's so great I think it's great because it's silly It's great because of what it is. I thought I lost the dinosaur arms for a minute. I just forgot where they were. It'll be it'll be interesting when people watch this if anybody recognizes this before I say what it is. So this is in fact a KO of a Jurassic Park toy, right? This was never a Transformers toy. This was actually a little Jurassic Park minifigure that they released a set of years ago. I believe they were actually keychain figures. And they took the dinosaur body from those Jurassic Park figures and they repurposed it into a Transforming robot. 
Right. They added that little opening flap there and made the jaw split, made the head flip around so that it would turn into a robot. So this is a KO of a Transformers unrelated brand. This is before JP93 came out, right? This is before JP93, before that weird transforming T-Rex that you're seeing pictures of that turns into a Jeep itself. Mm -hmm. This is some weird-ass KO company decided to take a Jurassic Park mini keychain dinosaur figure and turn it into a Transformer for some reason. Because it's adorable. It is adorable. These are really cheap if you can find them. Um, They come in a smaller size, too. Mine happens to be the larger size. You can actually get them a little, little bit littler. It's good quality plastic. I've transformed it probably a solid 100 times, and it's still strong and healthy. It is just stupid as hell, right? Like, this is just goofy. And yeah. cool thing is, you can't tell it's a transforming toy and it's dinosaur mode because it's robot That's mode. True, is yeah. stupid. It's robot mode. A little mode bit of sacrifice ridiculous. in one of, the, one of the forms there, but you know. It's fun, though. Like, that is a really fun little toy. I'm very glad that um, a friend of mine actually bought it and sent it to me years ago. And it is just silly. And I think, honestly, that toy kind of helped me, like, get back into collecting KOs again. Because I think I kind of stopped collecting KOs for a while. Maybe because my friends criticized me. Maybe because I just lost interest for a minute. But then it was like, ooh, there's weird stuff out there. And what did that do? It led to this doozy. That's what it did. That thing is beautiful. There we go. Well, that, well, <laughs> thank you, Anna, for uh, showing off all these wonderful knockoffs tonight. Yay, knockoffs! Where this came from, right? Oh, I could talk about knockoffs every week for the rest of your lives. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got so many. You're like I Anna's a- got another Sortoy's, uh, you know, shipment coming in. I found out both the weight limit and the price limit that you can buy an. Ex- in a single Sertoys order. I found out both of those by experience by trying to break both of them in different orders. Sertoys has informed her that she's not allowed to buy that much. Not at one time. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I think it's just kind of like, I don't know, maybe it's like, it's supposed to be a protection against people like drunk buying. Like, like, oh, you've got to be drunk if you're spending... If you're spending like four hundred dollars in search toys, you've got to be on something. And no, no, I just, I just like it. <laughs> this is just fun to me. It's just weird and interesting. Well, they're worried about you. You know, they want to make sure you're taking care of yourself. Am I? Am I? Maybe they should be. I don't know. Probably. Oh no! I just chose the best KO of all. Shoot! Everything is the best KO with me. This one's awful. This is one that I also picked up at um, at TFCon in October. And this is a knockoff of Lucas, you're, you're going to say something. I see it. No, no. I just, yeah. Classics Jetfire, right? It reminds Freaking me classics of Jetfire. prototypes. Right. Yeah. It's honestly like the colors are so outlandish and stupid. It does look like a prototype. I will not try to pass this off as a prototype. This is knock off trash um part of it's held together with tape on the back not for me i would have with a package like that um 
this is so bad, right? Like the the garish colors, the the fact that one of the thrusters has fallen off so many times that I've misplaced it. It is great. I had forgotten about this mold. I don't really particularly like this mold. It is creaky and terrifying to transform. I'm eventually going to break it when I transform it. But man, is it funny. His is so bad looking. Really like he like was it. like Jetfire forcefully combined with Diatlas. And look at how look at how the colors are incongruent, right? Like inconsistent coloring. One back one half of the backpack's blue, one half's yellow. One Wasn't of there a uh, white. Didn't Jetfire in one of the incarnations of the show, like animated or something, split into two dudes? One was yellow and one was blue. And I don't remember their names of the two, the two dudes. See, he's homaging that. There you go. There you go. This is the union of two people. Both of them are beautiful. And this is its own kind of beautiful. I was so glad the to find monster this. Baby. Like, when I found this, I had to have it. I just had to have this thing. And I'll never get rid of my chaos forever thanks Anna um, and thank you to everyone in the chat tonight um, thanks to uh, Ron and Zaldron and Phil um, just want to mention book club this week is going to be uh, 830 central on the discord uh, Transformers Super God Master Force chapters 5 to 8 um, so there you go and thank you again Anna it was yeah. fantastic <laughs> Thanks for clapping for me, Catherine. I appreciate it. Yeah, thanks to you guys for putting up with me ranting about chaos for over an hour. You have so much passion and knowledge about them. It's good to hear actually to hear anything about chaos. It's it's an like unspoken having, topic. I like having fun with my collecting. Like I don't I don't collect for any outlandish goals, like to get a ball or anything or to have a cool display. I just click because it's fun. And that is my message for that is my last word. I like because it's fun. You should too. Have a nice day. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, thanks, guys. Oh, and uh, Cassetticantoon as well uh, from earlier. So. All right. Thanks, guys. We'll see you next week. Bye. Good night. This has been Transformers for your listening pleasure. A presentation of tftalk.net. We'd like to thank you for listening and ask that you please rate us on your favorite podcast outlet and share us with your friends. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at TFYLP. Email us at podcast at TFYLP.com. This is Paul Lighting, and on behalf of TFYLP, we'd like to thank you again for listening. And we hope you'll join us next time for another TFYLP. Ha <laughs> ha!